The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so, so grateful for you listeners. I just don't have words for how grateful I am for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I might sound a little bit echoey. I am in our beautiful uh Boynton Beach uh, Airbnb home that has a private pool, which really is all that matters in my world. Um, But it also has a beautiful house and it's quite large. So I find it to be quite echoey in here. Uh, So I apologize if I sound a little bit different than usual. I would have actually done this recording in the pool. However, um, You probably couldn't have heard me at all because there's all sorts of other noises out there that wouldn't have been so fun for you to hear. So instead, I can see the pool from where I'm recording this. (laughs) How does it get any better? Oh my gosh. So today's show, Who Aren't You Willing to Lose?, is inspired by my amazing, phenomenal, sweet, adorable, cuddly little kitty named Toddy, um, who I didn't lose, uh, and I had to be willing to, which, you know, was not an easy, an easy thing for me to choose. Uh, if you're not my Facebook friend, uh, you sure can be. You can find me on Facebook and friend me. And sometimes, you know, if we don't have friends in, in common or something, just send me a little message and, and let me know that you listen to the show and you'd like to be friends. Because uh, I don't necessarily say yes to everybody. There's some people's profiles that maybe don't look like they're real people. So I just, it just stays as a following. And sometimes I lose... Um, track of people too so please just send a message and I will be happy to to say yes so what occurred uh we flew into Florida on last Thursday I can't think of the date what date that was fifth or something like that and on Monday the Monday before we flew here I noticed that my little girl Toddy was not herself and kind of really had the awareness on Monday. But when I was thinking about it, I I realized that, geez, she hadn't actually been herself since the Saturday. And that's kind of when we first noticed her being a little bit different. But 
you know, don't really pay that much attention until Monday when, hmm, she actually hasn't eaten at all today. And that's usually, uh, I have friends who work with cats and, and, well, animals, I guess, and that's what they had told me years ago, is if an animal isn't eating or drinking, that's usually a sign that something is wrong, and probably the same for people too, but always something to watch for. And so on Tuesday morning, we went into the vet with her, and the vet uh, took some blood work and, and said pancreatitis. I'm not sure that I'm saying that right. So inflammation of the pancreas. And gave her some medications and sent her home. And on Wednesday, I noticed there wasn't really any change at all, which I didn't like, of course. And we were leaving on Wednesday. So this was... Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, gosh. We took her on Tuesday to the vet. Yes, Wednesday, and Wednesday we were going to be leaving. So I was talking to the the couple that live at our house when we go away, and one of them just so happens to be a vet technician herself. How did we get so lucky? And I said to her, you know, I I'd actually phoned the vet first, and he said, well, you know, give her another day to see what, if the medications kick in, otherwise bring her in, and that was kind of a day too late for us who were leaving, and it's not that we had to go, like we came to Florida a few days early, so I was very prepared to change our plans if necessary, uh, hubby was very prepared to stay and, and me come to Florida by myself, like whatever really was required for everybody, uh, and of course, especially little Toddy. So talked to the vet, he said, wait a day, talked to the, the one gal that stays at our house. Uh, she says, you know, I'm totally fine and capable of taking care of her. The only thing is, what if she crashes while, because uh, the house sitter, um, she goes to school and she, is, uh, she works, so she's not in the house a lot. So that was her concern. What if Toddy, who hasn't ate or drank for a couple days now, crashes while she's away? So I phoned the vet back and he says, you know what, okay, bring her in today. We'll put her on IV. And I was like, okay, you know, phew, that, that'll be easy. Of course, in my mind, I'm thinking she's only going to be on IV for a couple hours. Um, no. <laughs> IV is a couple days. And as soon as he said that, I just, I kept myself composed until I hung up. And then I started to bawl. And I mean that ugly cry. Like, it, it was... Oh my gosh, it was really, really difficult. And part of it was, I was, you know, out of control in a sense. I, I couldn't do anything except that. My awareness was, even if we waited a day, she would still need to go in. It was very clear. And I, the really cool thing is that I, I was communing with Toddy the whole time and I really perceived it was her asking me to go and maybe more her body would be probably a better uh, way to describe it. Her body was asking to go in and I really just had a terrible time with that because of all the stories I attached. You know, so it wasn't like, okay, Toddy needs to go to the vet and, and put it be put on IV. It was like, Toddy's gonna hate it. Toddy's just a little baby girl. Toddy doesn't understand what's going on. Like it's all of that crazy that I added to it. And when I say it like that, please know I'm not judging me. I'm okay with that. Like it's not 
I don't go to the wrongness of me. There would have been a time that I would have, but now I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I'm also aware of how aware I am. So, I mean, how much of all of that kind of trauma drama energy was I picking up from everybody who's had to take their pet in and not know what the end result was going to be because with pancreatitis, I don't know if I'm saying that right, um, you know, would she come home? I don't know. So anyway, all of this is going on. I go out, I tell hubby and uh, Toddy, who's kind of... um, put herself under under the dresser in the bedroom I'm laying on the floor like sobbing like it was the end of the world and she's looking at me I think kind of like would you shut up already <laughs> anyway we we put her in the basket and I said to hubby you need to take her like I I knew I couldn't well I shouldn't say I couldn't it wouldn't be as easy for me to go I could of course if it was required but it wouldn't be as easy for me to go so away he went with her to drop her off and the whole time I'm asking questions like what will what will the planet be like in five years if hubby and I change our plans which was heavy and and I really struggled with that you guys really really struggled and I'll I'll get to kind of the energetic behind that in a little bit but it was really that um that space of you just don't leave somebody when they're sick (laughs) And also knowing that I can't be at the vet clinic with her, you know, so it was like this tear between, um, so, you know, talking to the vet, okay, so she's going to be ready to go home probably, he couldn't guarantee, but probably on Friday. So I'm like, okay, so I talked to uh, the house sitters and can they pick her up on Friday or is their schedule full? Because if their schedule's full, then hubby and I will stay. Nope, their schedule's open. They can pick her up. I'm like, oh my goodness, okay. And it was so light to stick with our plans. And the really cool thing is that I'm okay to change my plans. So I'm okay to say, you know, for us, who it's a two and a half hour drive to Edmonton, which is the city we fly out of. If halfway there, it got heavy, to keep with our plans, I would have no problem turning around. I would have no problem um, what from this reality might be called losing the money for the tickets. Even though what was so interesting is the tickets that I bought, the flight tickets that I bought for this trip to Florida were ones we could change. And that was really cool because normally I don't. And that's not the reason that I bought them. Um, the reason that I bought them was they have much better seats and much better everything. And they just so happened to have that as an add-on. And that that helped me too. Now, of course, I would have been fine if we wouldn't have bought those tickets and would have just lost the money, so to speak. But it was really cool to perceive the energy of knowing we could without a penalty or knowing we could go a day later or four days later if that was required, again, kind of without a penalty, which felt like infinite choice in a sense like it was really a phenomenal feeling um also again knowing I would have lost the money I keep you guys can't see me of course but I keep doing like the air quotes when I say lost the money because we know it's not lost the money um and anywhere you don't know (laughs) that it's not lost the money that you could ever lose money um that that's a lie will you destroy and create all that yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
And so, of course, I use the tools from Access Consciousness on this show, and that was the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement, and it works like magic. For more information on it, you can go to theclearingstatement.com, and it's a beautiful webpage of all the information of how that works. Now, when we talk about, like, losing the money, it's also, if we look at the title of the show, like, who aren't you willing to lose? And so in my kind of wondering and questioning about changing our plans, uh, I, I messaged a few friends who also use the tools from Access Consciousness and just said to them, you know, here's what's going on. Uh, here's our possibilities. We could stay with our plans. We could change them. We can go later. I could go. Hubby could stay, you know, kind of gave them all the options and asked for their awarenesses and if they had any questions that they could um, ask me to contribute to me choosing. It wasn't about them telling me what to do. It was about them contributing to me and asking me questions to ensure that I knew what to choose. Not not knew what to choose. I knew what my awareness was, I guess is the better way to say that. And they gave me so many beautiful awarenesses and, and questions. And the one that really really contributed even though it felt like shit (laughs) was are you willing to lose her and oh god I was not (laughs) I mean I still would not prefer it (laughs) I would still prefer not to I guess it's probably uh, and I have to be willing And we have to be willing to lose everybody and everything in our lives. Otherwise, we become uh, what I call a puppet to it. You know, and they had asked me some questions around, you know, truth, was she manipulating me by being sick? That wasn't my awareness at all. In fact, I really got that she was trying to keep it from me <laughs> uh, so that I wouldn't be kind of bothered by it, so to speak. And and that was great. It was great to have the questions and great to, to look at that and go, okay, is she? Because I know there's some animals and some kids and some of our adult friends and, and family that do that. And it just wasn't my awareness with her, but my a huge awareness was I was not willing to lose her. And that's what kept me in the turmoil because when I was asking the question of, okay, what, you know, what will our life be like in five years if we choose to keep our plans as is? What would our life be like in five years if we don't keep our plans as it is, if we change them? And it was light to keep them. But I had a lot of trauma drama around that. I had the whole idea that, well, what if, what if she gets sicker? What if she dies? What if, you know, all of that story. And because I wasn't willing to lose her, I added that story. Yet when I got to where I was willing to lose her, and you know what, a better way for me to say it was when I, when I allowed myself to be willing to be okay with whatever she chose. <laughs> that's a better way to say it. Because even just saying, you know, willing to lose her, like, yes, that's what I mean. And energetically, I'm speaking more to whatever she would like to choose. I'm there for her. If it meant that she would have liked to cho- choose to, to, you know, go get a different body or just get out of, get off the planet in, in that body form, then I care for her so much, I'm going to be okay with that. I'm choosing to be okay with that. Once I was willing to get there, the trauma drama and the story could end. I no longer did the what ifs. 
it was like, okay, you know what, baby girl, you can choose. And Susie Godsey, who does the talk to the animals with access, you know, she, I've heard her say before, don't call them babies. Don't, you know, cause all it's kind of doing is reinforcing that they're tiny little itty bitty victims and, and you're their big, huge caretaker type stuff. And she's my baby and I do call her baby and I do call her you know I'm her mama and I do all that and that's just I'm I'm cool with that and I'm also doing it now from a different space once I was willing to see her as the infinite being that she truly is and not the victim who got here's my air quotes again got sick she chose that now there could be all sorts of whys and, and all of that, and it's not even relevant. What I, what I needed to be aware of is she chose it, and she could choose whatever she desired to choose with it. And for, if I truly, truly, truly care about her, I would allow her to choose what worked for her. Everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it? Yeah, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if that is true caring? What if true caring is just that, allowing the person that you say you care about to choose whatever it is they're going to choose no matter what? Yeah, <laughs> everything that brings up, will you just start and create it? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Is what if that is what true caring is? And it is. It really, really is. And what is so cool is once I really, truly was willing to care for her from that energy, then... It gave her the space to choose what worked for her. But all the while that I had the point of view that I couldn't lose her, that I was a horrible, uh, you know, cat parent for considering going on my trip, that, oh my gosh, all of that crazy, what that did was lock her into more crazy. Yeah, right? I mean, Wow, how much crazy. So all the crazy that you've been locked into by other people projecting onto you and all the crazy you've locked into other people by projecting onto them. Will you destroy and create it all? Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All right, we have to go to break and we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenise.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. 
Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, yeah, really, it's about looking at who you're not willing to lose. And I know for some of you that maybe don't have a love for animals or just don't really ever had a connection with one it might sound kind of weird to have this with toddy for myself and that's I guess how weird I am Uh, and I know a lot of you also get it it really is I I put a post on Facebook um, when she was doing uh, really well and just kind of you know thanked everybody and I put a a hashtag you know my kids are are covered in fur because that really is they're my kids and and it's very different I'm not pretending that they it's like having a child and it's my version of having a child. So um, I get that some of this may not make sense to you if you haven't had that, that sense of connection, but you can also really look at it with the people in your life that you're not willing to lose because even that can trip you up. You know, if you're married and, and you couldn't fathom living without your spouse, it's a really difficult w- way to be if not and I mean I say that there's so much to say with that but I don't mean you should not like them or not enjoy being around them or you should put up barriers so that when when you or them does choose to go away in whatever way you might go away whether it's a you know through death or through a divorce or whatever that that your life doesn't end. You know, when I was working as a medium, I saw that so much where a person had put their entire life into whether it was their child or whether it was their, their spouse or whether it was their, even their parent. I, I saw it on every level. And then when that person chose to die, it literally froze that person in that spot until who knows when, until they chose not to be, you know, so then they come to me maybe 20 years later and they're still in the same amount of grief as I would see people in the first month of somebody dying. Like it, it would always surprise me. I mean, not, (laughs) that sounds really bad, but I don't mean it like that, but it's like, usually I could energetically get a sense of where the person was in their grief. And probably 40% of the time, it didn't match the amount of time since the person had died. And we all know, we've all probably had somebody die in our life, whether it's an animal or whether it's a person that we adored. And I'm not talking about you should be over it in a week. That is not what I mean at all. But there's a different sort of grieving that you're doing a month after the person dies to 20 years later usually and then there's times if you're if you've put your whole life into that person or that animal 
then you're stuck in that energy. And so when we talk about being willing to lose people, being willing to lose things, being willing to lose, you know, even if it's money, even if it's your house, even if it's your, you know, your, your best friend, your lover, your child, your animal, like it's, it's about not being controlled by them and knowing that they are not victims. And that again, like I talked about before, was huge for me with Toddy. You know, she's this little tiny itty bitty thing that uh, she's a little over four years old, but she looks like she's a kitten and always will. She she had a, a tough um, kind of go of it at the beginning, which led her to my house. So she, she manipulated that really well. Um, and And then now, you know, in this whole process of her being sick, I forgot she wasn't a victim. And I forgot that she had choice. I mean, I didn't forget it, but it was really easy not to see it. It was really easy to pretend, oh, this little baby girl, oh, my baby needs me, my baby needs her mama. I mean, I know how crazy that sounds. And yet that's the energy that I was choosing. And I put a post on Facebook and, um, of how, you know, I've used, been using makeup a lot lately and we're having a lot of fun with it. And the one day I, I chose to put it on because I knew I would really not allow myself to cry with it on because it would all be streaky in that. And, and it's not because I see tears as bad because believe me, I have shed more tears uh, lately. It, you know, in, if you listen to my last week's show around vulnerability and, and all of that, uh, probably shed more tears in the last year than any other time in my life. But those tears that I was talking about, the tears that I didn't, that weren't creating more, were because I was playing in the trauma trauma. I was playing in the what ifs. It was like, oh my gosh, what if I'm not there and she dies? Oh my gosh, what if she needs me? Like all of that, that would then make me cry because I've added story to it. And that's where the tears that I really desired to to stop because it wasn't creating more. And all of that energy I was projecting onto her. So then she along with her body not being as strong as it normally was, was having to deal with my projections, having to deal with knowing the drama trauma I was choosing around it. And she's saying, can you just get out the door? Like, (laughs) can you just please leave? Because this isn't helping me. And I mean, I knew that. So putting on the makeup that day really contributed to that. And then also just being willing to, to look at it. Like, you know, when I talked earlier about it and not not judging myself, like seeing the crazy, (laughs) seeing the crazy, and maybe even playing it with it for a while, but never judging myself for it. And then being willing to look at it. Because if I don't do the judgment of it, and I go, okay, you know what, I'm going to play for the what ifs, I'm going to play with the what ifs and, and cry my drama trauma for a while. And then, okay, now, now what's possible? Now what, what can I, what can I change? What, what choice do I have here? Those sorts of things. And it was so interesting to me on the morning so we had taken her to the vet the one day and the next morning I was just aware that we I needed to talk to the vet before we left and uh, I had the weirdest thought (laughs) I got out of bed I could tell she wasn't well she she slept with me all night as she does but I could tell she wasn't well and I was getting up to get my house coat on and my thought was this must have been how my mom felt 
when I was five. So the story with that is when I was five, it was the day before she was leaving. My mom and dad were leaving on a a business trip. My mom had a store of her own. She started it in her, in our bathroom. I remember in the very first house that I lived in uh, with them, she did sewing for people. She's a seamstress and she did sewing for people and she would keep bolts of material in the bathroom. It was probably the only room in the house that had some extra space. I'm not sure why I remember that, but I remember that. And then when I turned five is when she started doing it, I think more for people. Maybe that's when she started in the bath. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, so at I think I was, I was, yeah, I was five and she had a a sewing conference to go to in BC. And the day before they left, I broke my arm (laughs) and we were really, really lucky to have this couple in our life that they cared for us like their own kids. So I've always referred to them as my second parents. Like anytime mom and dad needed anything or anytime we just wanted to go uh, somewhere, it was always to their house. So they really treated us like queens. Like it would be mealtime and, and I have two older sisters. I have two younger sisters too, but they, uh, they didn't come along until later. So it was just kind of us first three that spent a lot of time with Carolyn and Fraser. And they like, they would make three meals. Well, I should say they Carolyn would make three meals they would ask each one of us what we wanted for supper and she would make us three different things like this is how much she just they just adore 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 us as we adore them so mom has this you know conference to go to I break my arm and mom of course was just going to cancel and Carolyn said no like let me take her you know I think they were already planning we were already planning to be stay with them anyway she's like no we'll be fine like let me take her and of course I don't cognitively remember any of this whatsoever this has just been told to me over and over and over so that's how come I remember it So the morning that I knew I needed to talk to the vet again, um, that was the thought I had was, wow, this must have been how mom felt, which I knew at the time that I had it was a really bizarre thought because how do I even relate that? I mean, anyway, so fine, push it out of my head, go through all of this, you know, phone the vet, talk to the house sitters, uh, et cetera, et cetera hubby takes toddy into the vet i'm packing trying to stay out of the trauma drama put makeup on so i don't cry as much get into the car up to the edmonton we go um and the next morning we flew out really early we had to be at the airport at 6 a.m and uh anyway as i'm on the plane i start thinking about that like what a weird thing to say to myself like this must have been how mom felt And I'm looking at it and I'm energetically asking questions around it. And what I realized was that I stored that, uh, let's call it guilt. There's more than just guilt in there, but that's going to be kind of the, the easiest way to describe it. That guilt energy that I should, that in this case, that mom should be with me, um, I stored it of mums. So mum was feeling that probably. I mean, I don't have proof of that. I just energetically was aware of this as we're flying. So mum stored that or mum felt that. I being the infinite awareness and the infinite kindness I be went and took it from her and then I stored it. And this has been one of the coolest 
processes as I'm shifting and changing my body. So down, I'm not sure, 50 some pounds at this point. Yay me, how does it get any better? Um, There have been layers of stuff like that. Like I'm going to call it weird stuff um, that's been coming up to be cleared. So I had that awareness. I just went, okay, everything that is, everywhere I stored that for mom, everywhere I picked up that that's the way you're supposed to be as a mother, you know, whatever would come to mind as I'm on the airplane and just in my head, just destroying and uncreating it. And then I would run the clearing statement, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds, maybe spent five minutes on it, like maybe five minutes. And it was done. It was gone. All of the crazy I had been playing with of this is the way a mother should be with her child. <laughs> it sounds really funny when I say that when I think of Toddy now. Um, but it's really that energy and it wasn't even mine. Like it really wasn't mine. It was something that I had taken on, you know, when I was five, which was 37 something, 38, I don't even, a lot of years ago. And how does it get any cooler than that? Like, I am so grateful um, for that whole cool awareness and then being able to see it for what it is. And then really, that was probably then I was really able to say, you know what, Toddy, if you would like to go, I will be okay. Like, it is not your job to stay for me. It's not your job to uh, make me happy. It's not your job to make me not cry. (laughs) You need to choose what you need to choose for you. And just know, I love you, I adore you, and I'm okay. And it was so freeing for me and for her just to be in that space. Now, would I prefer her to stay? Of course I would prefer her to stay. And she's aware of that. She's not like, oh, mom doesn't want me anymore. It's not like that. But I let go of all of that ick energy that I was projecting onto her. I was able to. There was none of that crazy from that moment. And it wasn't my crazy. I mean, and it wasn't even probably my mom's crazy. I mean, yes, in that moment of that, uh, you know, because the same, if you think of it, if you've ever had that experience where you maybe had a plan and then somebody was sick or something happened and kind of from this reality, the right thing to do is put them in front of you, put their needs first, do all, you know, all of that stuff that we're so, ah, so projected on, so expected to do the right thing. And in that projection, in that expectation, we lose what is. We lose what our awareness is telling us. And in this case, I I actually was willing to have the awareness I just really traumatized myself with the awareness. Like, I'm wrong. I just don't want to make the change, you know, change the plans. I'm a horrible cat mom. (laughs) I'm like all of that stuff. And really, it had nothing to do with that. Really, she just needed what she needed. And, um, you know, I would be, I was emailing back and forth with the vet and he was saying, well, she's not seeming to do that much better, but it's also pretty, you know, hard on cats in a clinic setting because, you know, there's da- there's dogs barking, there's all sorts of energies. And then of course, oh my gosh, oh, I'm just, you know, having a hard time with that, but still knowing, knowing that her little body required to be there her little body required the hydration and that those two days of IV honestly I'm aware that they saved her life and you know 
yes, she has choice and she was dehydrated. She really required that. So then our house sitters picked her up on Friday and by Saturday she was already doing much better and by Sunday 100% and is still, you know, just playing and having fun and eating, which was very important to us. And this morning I got up to a picture that just makes me laugh every time I think about it. Um, she, the one of the house sitters, gave her a bath last night, and she is not happy about it at all in this picture. It is so cute. So I'm gonna have to post that on Facebook because it's just it's good for a laugh. Um, but yes, so yeah. So who or what are you not willing to lose? That if you would be willing to lose them, would change your life dynamically. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Who or what are you not willing to lose that if you were willing to lose them would change your life dynamically? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenice.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, I would like to invite you to some awesomeness I've got coming up around the world. Now, depending on when you listen to this, starting Friday, November 13th, here in the beautiful Boynton Beach, Florida, we've got Foundation and Level One. These are the Access Consciousness core classes, and you do require to have taken bars before you can join us. So if that is something you've taken and would like to join us, 
by all means. Um, and then off to, if you can imagine, Australia. Hello. Uh, we're heading there for Jan uh, December and January. And on January 1st, we're going to start the five days to change your life. So bars and then which is now called the foundation. It used to be foundation and level one. And in fact, right now, it still is called that. And starting on January 1st, they're going to change it. So it's no longer three classes, bars, foundation, level one. It's going to be bars and the foundation, which is a four-day class. So that's in Cairns, Cairns, Alberta, no, Cairns, Australia. Um, and then into February, starting on the 17th, I'm just so excited about this class. We are going to start with bars and then do the foundation. So four days. Lori Larson, who is a phenomenal friend of mine, and she does awesome, awesome stuff. And she's got her own radio show. Uh, and it's called, it's on a to zen.fm. And it's called What Else with Lori? Her and I are going to co-facilitate bars on February 17th at the Fantasyland Hotel in Edmonton. So if you haven't been there, you can catch a, an easy flight to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and then there's a shuttle that will bring you right to West Edmonton Mall. The hotel is right in the mall, and the mall at one point was the biggest in the world or the biggest in Canada or something. It no longer is because there's bigger malls now, but it used to be, and there's like a whole, there's a water park in there, there's a... Um, not a zoo. <laughs> what am I thinking? It's, it's called Galaxyland. It's got rides and roller coasters and all sorts of phenomenal stuff, plus a whole bunch of shopping and restaurants and stuff. So come and join us there. We are going to have so much fun starting February 17th. And then ah, hubby and I are off to Santa Cruz, California. I'm so excited about this. I've never been. Um, I haven't really even been to California much. I mean, I've landed in, in Los Angeles and taken some classes and stuff, but not really been to at least this area so starting February 24th uh, we're going to do the bars and the beautiful hostess Brooke her and I are going to co-facilitate bars on the 24th and then go on to the foundation so the four days of classes and my goodness we've got other classes coming up that I do not have on my schedule just yet just needing to get some bookings and dates and all of that stuff so we've got Germany and Austria and um Romania and uh, New Jersey and <laughs> um, there's an invite to India and all sorts of awesomeness around the world so uh, watch for those also plus of course online I've always got at least one if not more uh, teleclasses on the go so do check in with that right now we've got the changing your body as if by magic that you can still join us in and of course the old not the old, they're not old. They're the ones that I've done before and they're recorded, uh, lots of those on my store online too. So, and very soon my new webpage will be up and running and I am just thrilled to have it launched. Just so excited. As many of you have lovingly pointed out, my photos are very dated. I get it and, and that's changing. And the same with this, with the Living in the Magic of Possibilities photo that will be changing too. So yeah, how does it get any better? Okay, so back to to who aren't you willing to lose and you know it was really interesting we had a class and there was a woman who probably more than most people was in in the possibility of losing her son he had some health complications and was choosing a lot of interesting choices and 
you know, we really looked at this with her, or she looked at it, I guess. I asked her questions and facilitated her in the class. And it was probably the one of the most moving examples of being willing to lose somebody. And it probably took her two days. And I don't mean we, we talked about it only for two days. It was just kind of different questions she would have. And, you know, it always kind of come back to that situation. And it was so phenomenal to me. Once she really was willing to get that he has choice and he is an infinite being and that if she didn't try to stop him from whatever it is he would like to choose, that it was actually the most kind thing she could do. Because really this reality teaches us that the most kind thing to do is limit people. In fact, the most kind thing to do is tell people they can't do what they would like to do. Because it's dangerous. That's what caring is in this crazy reality. This crazy reality says if you love somebody, limit them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just going to write that down. Um, and really, it's not. Really, it's about saying, hey, you'd like to go skydiving? That's awesome. What can I contribute? Because how many times have, you know, even if you think of yourself as a child and maybe your parents said, don't do that. How many times did you then really want to do it and probably shut your awareness off to do it really quickly or to do it without them finding out? Instead of if they'd have been like, hey, you know what, go ahead and do it. And here's some things to think about. It's like sex, right? <laughs> like when you're a teenager, if your parents are saying, hey, you know what, I get that you, you would like to try this. I get that your bodies um, are interested. And here's some precautions. Here's some things to think about. Here's some things to be aware of. It's a totally different energy than if you just go, no, you can't. And then the person has to go do it sneakily and, you know, kind of against their parents as opposed to, hey, what if you... If you were willing to lose that person, then if they, like if what lit them up was to go climb mountains or to go skydiving, or in my case, you know, I really, really used to struggle with hubby riding a motorbike. And I don't really have a reason for it. I don't, like I don't have an experience. I don't have people uh, in my life haven't died on one. I, it, maybe it's a past life thing. It really isn't relevant. What I noticed was every time I would say no, it was like, I might as well have hit him. Like, it was so unkind. And even the fact that I thought I could say no is ridiculous, and yet I would say no. But it was also what probably my mom was taught growing up, because that's what she did. All my life, I desired to travel. And so when I would talk about it as a kid, her from the place of I love you and I care for you would say, oh, you can't do that. I, I wouldn't. What if something happened? I wouldn't want you to be gone away. I don't want to miss you or, you know, that kind of that energy, which gave me the message that traveling is dangerous and, and the desire to travel is wrong. And the crazy part of that, and this was the one that I, I could not get my head around when I graduated um, in grade 12. My mom gave me like a beautiful sewing machine and, and some other gifts. And then she also gave me, and this is really going to date myself, but she gave me those airmail envelopes. So there was a time for all you youngins out there when you sent mail from 
a different country, you would use airmail envelopes. I'm not sure why. Were they lighter, maybe? I, I don't know what they were. Anyway, so she gave me a package of those. And I remember looking at them going, but you don't want me to travel. But that actually wasn't what she was saying. When she would go into the defense of me desiring to travel and tell me not to and that she would miss me or she didn't want anything bad to happen to me, that was actually her way of saying, I love you so much, I'm going to share you, I'm going to show you how much I care by telling you not to do what you would like to do. <laughs> Crazy. And yet that is what this reality is full of. And so when my nephew, who um, desired to, what's that called, ice road truck, uh, which is for any of you who may not know, drive big semis on ice, <laughs> like over lakes and, and I was going to say rivers maybe, I don't know, anyway, ice road trucking. Um, when he started talking about wishing to do that when he was old enough, what did I do? <laughs> You can imagine. I didn't go to, hey, that would be awesome. Tell me more about it. No. Do you know what I did? I said, hey, you shouldn't do that. That's dangerous. Because that was what I had learned says I love you. So anywhere that you might have learned that limiting someone is loving them, <laughs> will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I... You know, I still chose to travel when I was older, so it wasn't like I allowed my mom's crazy to uh, stop me, but I remember being really confused by it and was only in the last few years with using the tools of access and really starting to understand where people are coming from um, that I looked at that. And then as soon as I realized that that's what I was doing with my nephew, I stopped. And then when he would talk about it, I'd be like, wow, tell me more. And I'd get really excited with him and I wouldn't make him wrong for it. And I also wouldn't lie. Like I'd be like, hey, that's awesome. You would choose that. I'll never choose that. You can tell me all about it. And then he like, po and of course that's what he chose to do. And so in the winter, he posts these crazy ass pictures of like, um, oh gosh, I don't even know what the word is. Like a big machinery half, you know, halfway through the ice because it broke through. I'm like, dude, that's not cool to post like <laughs> and that you know he knows that that's just fun and it's not it's you know I'm still excited for him and and all of that but what if we stopped limiting the people we love what if we cared so much for them that we allowed them to choose whatever it is that works for them and I don't know if you guys caught it earlier when I said it I, I was aware when I said it that way because it's what I what I know to be true, and you might know something different to be true, that's totally cool. But in the first segment, I specifically said, if the person chooses to die, or in Toddy's case, if an animal chooses to die, I truly do see death as a choice. Now, I don't see people cognitively choosing it a lot. To me, cognitively choosing death is like a suicide where they've cognitively chose it. Most times it's not a cognitive choice. They've chose it on some other energetic level and I still view it as a choice. So they're not victims. They're not a victim of a death. Even if somebody's murdered, I do not see them as a victim. Because the minute that we see somebody as a victim, we limit them. And so I've got two different shows about victim, probably some more coming up because man, man, is it in my awareness of how much 
I choose victim either myself or project it onto others. But I've got one called Victim to Creator, which was a couple of years ago. And I've got one called The Day I Stopped Being a Victim. I think that's either October or September. Um, and it really is. And I, I saw that with Toddy too. I was, I saw her as a victim. And the minute that I stopped was the minute that we then could be whatever was required to change it. And by change it, I don't mean so she would choose to live. Because that really is, we have to let that go. So if somebody desires to get on a motorbike and that's the way they choose to die, I have to be willing for hubby to do that. Otherwise, I'm limiting him. Now, do I desire it? Of course not. (laughs) And could I imagine my life without him? No. (laughs) And could I live without him? Absolutely, yes. Because if I can't, If I do what this reality tells me to do, that a good wife cannot live without the man she loves or the woman she loves or whatever, you know, terminology is correct in 2015, then I have to stop living if he chooses to stop, if he chooses for his body to stop living or vice versa. If he decided he couldn't live without me, then he would have to do the same if I chose to leave my body. And that is not something I desire for anybody. If you truly care for me, you will fucking keep living no matter what I choose. And that is really what ultimately we energetically should all be gifting everybody. You know, again, as a medium, I worked with so many people that lived in the energy of, I can't live without them. It's, I feel guilty when I laugh. I feel guilty when I have fun. I feel guilty about going on a date with somebody new when, when my husband is, is dead. It's like, no, I never once, never once did I have a spirit come through and tell them to stop living. And I was a full-time medium for, gosh, 10, 12, 13, 15, I don't know, many years. Every dead person that I talked to said, please tell them to live. If they truly desire to honor me, tell them to live. I'm the one bringing them the people to date. I'm the one who's creating, you know, all of this magic so that they can laugh, so that they can have fun, so that they can keep living. And all they keep doing is stopping it. It's truly the opposite of what we've decided in this reality. It's the same as caring. If you care for somebody, be willing to lose them. If you care for somebody, be willing to let them choose whatever it is they'd like to choose. doesn't mean you have to like it and you don't have to lie. You don't say, hey, yes, please go jump off that bridge. That would be awesome. Don't, don't be like that. But be the energy that allows them to know they have choice. So anywhere you haven't been willing to be that for you, yeah, we just joined and created all right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere you haven't been willing to be it for other people, because you care, there's my air quotes, you care for them, <laughs> just join and create all that, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And who or what are you not willing to lose that if you would be willing would change your life dynamically? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pitfuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what physical actualization of a phenomenal life and living are you now capable of generating, creating, and actualizing? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic we destroy and uncreate it all. 
Right, Wrong, Good, Bad, All Nine, Podpock, Shorts, Boys and Beyonds. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.